Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the barrel-aged version of Beer in Front. This is Beer in Front. Every week I'll talk about a beer that maybe we've forgotten along the way while we get those check-ins and badges. Being the Chicago beer guy, I'll also talk about great craft beer in the city of Chicago. And remember, sometimes the beer in front of you is the best one yet. That's Beer in Front, and it's coming up now. Welcome to episode 129 of Beer in Front. I thank you so much for listening. On this week's show, I talked to Ray Stout from the Illinois Craft Brewers Guild, and we talked Fobab. That's right, the Festival of Barrel-Aged Beers is right around the corner. That's coming up on November 4th and 5th at the Credit Union One Arena in Chicago. For more details, head over to Fobab, that's F-O-B-A-B dot com. Get your tickets now. I'd like to thank all of my Patreons. If you'd like to help support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash beer in front. You could join for as little as $1 a month. So if you're interested, please check that out. I greatly appreciate it. If you'd like to leave a voice message, you could go to podinbox.com slash beer in front and leave a voice message there. Now, my mother, my mother is old school. She did not leave a voice message, but she listened to last week's show and sent a text on the jag off of the week that I had last week. And mom, I know you're listening. Wait until you hear. Listen all the way to the end, Mom. Don't fast forward. Don't skip. Listen all the way to the end, Mom. You will definitely appreciate my song of the week. And no, my song of the week is not Taste the Biscuit. Whoever posted that and had that song stuck in my head all week, there's a special room in hell for you. If you don't believe me, just search for Taste the Biscuit. You're welcome. All right, that's enough of that. Let's get on with the show. I have a good show. Like I mentioned, I talked to Ray Stout over at the Illinois Craft Brewers Guild. I also have a barrel-aged stout that I'm reviewing. I dug deep into my beer cabinet and pulled one out, so I'm going to have a barrel-aged beer from Beguile. And also, I did a YouTube review of the new 
Coca-Cola Coffee. So stay tuned at the end, and I'll have my review on the new weird pop that's out there. Welcome back to the Joe Tutorial. Whoa, Matt, this isn't an episode, it's a trailer. Well, what the hell's a trailer, Adam? It's where we tell people what they can expect from our podcast, Decaying with the Boys. Well, they can uh, expect to hear us talk shop on pro wrestling, craft beer, horror movies, and pop culture, like Britney Spears' creepy father and stuff like that. We've literally never talked about Britney, but we do take our shots at everything else you said. Well, then uh, I guess I can also tell them they can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Anchor FM. And don't forget to find us on all social media at DecayandWTB. Cheers. That's right. You could check out my friends Decaying with the Boys on your favorite podcast apparatus. In beer news this week, the 40th Great American Beer Festival will be held this weekend, October 6th through the 8th in Denver, Colorado. Next week, I'll have details on some of the winners. Also, if you're closer to me, Dovetail and Beguile is having their annual October Festiversary. It's this Saturday and Sunday, October 8th and 9th. It's located in between Beguile and Dovetail. That's always a good time. You should definitely check that out. It's close to public transportation. A $5 suggested donation will benefit the Friendship Center. Like I said, it's always a good time. Food trucks there, some great bratwurst, some great beer. So if you're near me, head over to October Festiversary. Revolution Brewing in Chicago is releasing a Pursuit of Freedom Dragon Fruit Edition. This is a session sour ale with dragon fruit and the proceeds will go to the Karen Wellington Foundation for Breast Cancer. Lipton Tea Company, they're going to have a branded hard iced tea coming out soon. It's going to be made from the people that make Seagram's, Escapes, and Labatt USA. They're licensing the brand Lipton from the Pepsi Partnership. This should come out sometime next year, but look for Lipton brand hard iced tea. CraftBrewingBusiness.com released a study today that shows that all of the beer categories have gone down from last year. So every category, imports, crafts, premiums, seltzers, ciders, you name it, every category in beer has gone down in the month of September compared to September of last year. Alaska Airlines, they're now ferrying hops from Washington State to Alaska and Hawaii within 24 hours of harvest. So breweries in Alaska and Hawaii can brew fresh hop beers as well. So look for those. Sierra Nevada is releasing a bourbon barrel-aged version of their Bigfoot Barley Wine. This is aged seven years in Buffalo Trace barrels. So check out Sierra Nevada's website. It is not available in the state of Illinois, but you could get it. There's like seven or eight states I think they can ship this to. So if you see this from Sierra Nevada, pick that up. All right, welcome back to the show. 
The Festival of Barrel-Aged Beers, also known as FOBAB, returns for its 20th anniversary this November 4th and 5th at the Credit Union One Arena in Chicago. I'd like to welcome Ray Stout from the Illinois Craft Brewers Guild back on the show. Ray, thanks for coming back. How's everything going? Oh, everything is going great. We're just in the process of of getting the last minute planning for FOBAB. Uh, That's our last big event of 2022. And we're already looking forward to 2023. Another big thing we're doing is rolling out our second annual diversity and brewing scholarship in partnership with the Siebel Institute. This is awarded to typically two underrepresented individuals in the brewing community. And the last thing I will say is Forbes just named Chicago as one of the best beer, beer cities in America. So I've only been on the job for about a year, so I can't take all the credit for that. You could take a little, you could get that boost over the top. You could take credit for that. Well, congratulations on the 20th anniversary of FOBAB. The 2022 edition, from what I was reading, is close to 200 breweries that are participating. It's one of the best festivals in the country. How did the festival start, and why is Illinois the perfect location for a festival of barrel-aged beers? So the festival really is um, the brainchild of of Pete Crowley, who was then at Rock Bottom, then left to open Haymarket Brewery um, in the West Loop. Um, and him and a number of other brewers kind of got together on the rooftop of Rock Bottom and threw the first one about 20 years ago. You know, Pete always tells the story that the first ever Fobad was on April Fool's Day and everybody thought it was a joke. <laughs> um, so he had no idea how many people would come out um, because there was no digital ticketing platforms. They had about 15 different barrel aged beers. And, and if you think back 20 years ago where the craft beer industry was, in the United States and, you know, more, more specifically in Chicago, we weren't where we were today. So to host a barrel aged beer festival in Chicago, and I believe it was on a Tuesday, um, was kind of un- unheard of. And so, um, FOBAB has bounced around the city of Chicago a bit, uh, finally landing at the UIC credit one basketball arena, which is a great location. Um, we use the arena floor as well as the concourse area. We have space for Oasis lounges that offer some samples of lower ABV options um, and an outdoor space. So it has everything we, we really need right right on the west west side of Chicago. Can we shoot hoops like in between sessions there? <laughs> you know, that, that would add a, that would add a nice little wrinkle to it. But, you know, every inch we like to fill with breweries and world class barrel aged beer. So, you know, spare, spare no space. So we can't play horse in between uh, <laughs> barrel aged beers. Now, I did research. The 20th anniversary gift is fine china. Are all the attendees going to receive a place setting this year? I don't know about china, but we always ha- we have some fun things in the in the works. Um this year we're going to be doing a one of a kind 20th anniversary tasting glass. And so um it's akin to china, but not necessarily china, but we we're, we're we're excited for everybody to to, to come out to Fobab this year. Yeah, looking forward to it. Now, from what I was reading this year, there's 12 style categories are going to be judged. Each of them are aged with wood or wood barrels. The categories range between barley wine stouts to ciders and fruit beers. Is there a style that you happen to love? You know, I I love a good barrel-aged stout, um, again, to my last name. Um, with chocolate and coconut, you know, as the weather gets colder, that's, that's what I'm looking for. Something to, to warm your bones a little bit, but we're excited to new, uh, announce a new barrel age, uh, lager category, which is something new and should bring some excitement to, to the event. 
Yeah, I w- when I was reading that, that looked pretty interesting. So I'm excited to try some of those. Yeah, no, loggers um, are quickly becoming um, fan favorites um, in Chicago and beyond. Folks are typically moving towards lower ABV beers. And so loggers are something that's becoming more and more popular as they were in their heyday, um, you know, probably 20 years ago. Um, so this, it's an exciting time to, to see uh, Chicago leading the way in, in the, the loggering world. Was it Goose Island that had earlier this year uh, a barrel-aged seltzer? I'm sure that might be a category coming up. <laughs> yeah, seltzers are also incredibly popular. Goose um, always does a really great job, you know, number one, supporting this event. But, you know, number two, um, really coming up with some a unique barrel program. And that's something that, you know, continues to make Chicago a very unique place uh, for craft beer. So we're, we're happy to have them here. Of all of the past winners, like looking at the list of past winners and best in show category, that's a who's who in the craft beer you know, world. You know, can you tell people a little bit about some of the past winners that we've had? I mean, if, if you go to Fobab.com and look at the Hall of Fame, you will, you will see an exhaustive list of, of every great craft brewery in the United States. You know, from from Goose Island all the way to Sierra Nevada, all the way to Bells, um, you know, the big names continue to show up. But what's really interesting is that more and more we are finding smaller breweries tend to win in some of these categories. And and a win of Fobab um, puts some of these smaller breweries on, on the beer geek map, if you will. And so they they then become a destination and what's really cool is, you know, these smaller breweries that are outside the city, you know, some in southern Illinois or central Illinois, they become a destination to travel. And, you know, that's one thing I always encourage people to do is, is travel and explore because we're making great beer all over this country. But more specifically, we're making great, great beer right here in Illinois. No event of this scale can happen without some great sponsors. Looking at the list of sponsors, it ranges from breweries to retailers and beyond. How do the sponsors make a great festival like Fobab even better? You know, as you know, the Illinois Craft Brewers Guild is a nonprofit organization dedicated to the expansion of the craft beer industry here in Illinois. We would not be able to pull off world-class events like Fobab if it wasn't for the generosity of our sponsors and our members. And so I encourage you to you and your listeners to find a full list of sponsors on IllinoisBeer.com uh, Illinois um, and support those businesses because they are ones that are reinvesting in the craft beer industry here in Illinois. The code of conduct is very impressive in making the festival a safe, harassment-free place for everyone. What can you tell folks about this important topic? This is such an important topic to talk about, and I really want to thank you for calling it out. What makes craft beer a unique industry is its focus on inclusivity, um, especially here in Illinois. At our events, it's important that everyone feels welcomed and appreciated and so our code of conduct is a value statement around just that. Um, we want to make sure everybody's there, there is having a great time, um, is there for the right reasons, and is respectful of everybody who's attending um, to make sure that everybody who attends has the best possible time. Yeah, that's very cool. I was very happy to see that. 
Now, you mentioned it's you know at UIC. It's at the Credit Union One Arena. It's located at 525 South Racine Avenue in Chicago. It's right next to the Racine stop on the Blue Line and only about maybe a mile away from Union Station. Is there going to be parking available for those that are driving? And do you know anything about like the Uber Lyft situation there? Yeah, there's a large parking garage uh, and parking lot uh, immediately adjacent to the the the, the event center, the arena. Um, we encourage folks to take public transportation. Like you said, it's about a five minute walk from the Blue Line. Um, of course, uh, taxis, Ubers, or Lyfts can drop you off, pick you up right at the event doors. Um, so you know those are always great options. And you know, wa- walking it off a little bit is o- always a great choice yeah. too, especially if you're if you're sampling a, a plethora of barrel aged beers. Yeah, you might want to just take a stroll home instead. <laughs> That's right. Are there tickets still available? Can people still buy tickets? Yeah, you could still buy tickets on fobab.com. So f o b a b dot com. Um, so tickets will be available until we sell out. So um, tickets are going fast. So if you if you plan on going, uh, grab your tickets now. Excellent. Ray, thank you so much for coming back on, talking about the festival. Looking forward to it this year. Should be a lot of fun getting everybody back outside, or not back outside, but just getting everybody back to an event. Really looking forward to it this year. Yeah, I, re- I really look forward to seeing everybody there. All right. Take care, Ray. We'll talk to you. We'll talk to you next year for Craft Beer Week. <laughs> I can't wait. Before I get into the beer in front, I do want to give a big shout out to Chance Whitmore over at Strive Seek Find Podcast. He sent over a few beers. I had one and I'm putting it up on YouTube that you could check out a little bit later. It's from Mad Swede Brewing Company. This was called Caber Toss This, Ye Wee Lad. This is a Scotch Ale. It was delicious. If you're in the Boise area, check out Mad Swede. The beer that's in front of me this week is from Beguile Brewing in Chicago in collaboration with the bottle shop Bottles and Cans. Both are located really close to me. Great spots. But this is the barrel-aged episode, and I'm going to have Dressed to Impress. This is a barrel-aged imperial stout that's aged in rye whiskey barrels, for two years. The barrels are from Sagamore Spirits. They say this has notes of fudge, cherry, rye, and oak. And who am I to argue with that? So let's crack open. Dressed to impress. Dressed to impress pours a really nice dark color. I don't get a lot of carbonation from this very minimal foam that I get. The smell is great. For me, the smell right off the bat is more cherry. Then I get the fudge, and then I get a little of the the rye barrels in here. But for me, the initial aroma that I'm picking up is definitely cherry. Let's give this a taste. Yeah, that tastes really good. Initially, I'm getting more of the fudge right off the bat. The first impression that I get from this is the chocolate notes and the fudge, followed by the cherry, and then the rye barrel. 
but the fudge and the cherry are predominant for me at least. This is a really good beer. I'm not sure if this is going to be entered in Fobab. I know Beguile is entering something. They have won a past GABF award for their barrel-aged Imperial Pajamas. I believe that was in 2019. So Beguile definitely has some street cred when it comes to their barrel-aging program. I've had a number of their Imperial Pajamas, their variants. They've all been excellent. This one is too. Let me have some more of this. Yeah, as it warms up a little bit in the glass and, you know, holding the glass in my hand, I get more of the rye barrel notes from this. But still, it the fudge and the cherry is stronger for me than the barrel aging, but I think it's well balanced. There's nothing that you could nitpick about this. This is a great beer. It's available at Bottles and Cans in the city of Chicago. I'm not sure if Beguile still has it there on tap or not. You'll have to check them out. You could check them out this weekend at the Hoptober Festiversary Party. So maybe that's another reason to go to the party. You could go to Beguile and see if they have dressed to impress on tap. No, but seriously, this is a great beer. It's a great barrel-aged beer. Pick it up. You will not be disappointed and dressed to impress. Let me have another sip. Yeah, that's really, really good. The more I have it, the more I like it. The more I have of it, the more that the rye barrel flavor is coming through. It's excellent. This is a 12% alcohol by volume. It's sold in single cans. Well worth it. Pick up Beguile in bottles and cans dressed to impress. Now, my earworm song of the week, this popped into my feed on back-to-back days this week. And I will say, there is no bigger fan of Barbara Streisand than my mother. There is no bigger fan of Donna Summer than my mother. And this song was played a lot in the house when it came out. Back in, what was it, 79, 80? But all of a sudden, out of the blue, I haven't thought of this song in years. Saw it twice in back-to-back days. I listened to it again. And as the kids say, this song still slaps. So my song of the week is from Barbara Streisand and Donna Summer, Enough is Enough. That's going to wrap things up for this week's edition of Beer in Front. I thank you very much for listening. I want to thank again Ray Stout over at the Illinois Craft Brewers Guild for coming on and talking about Fobab. You could head over to FOBAB.com to get tickets to this great event. All right, everyone, I will see you next week on the show. And remember, sometimes... The beer in front of you is the best one yet.